Before we start the show, I got to give you guys the inside scoop on the best electrician in town. That's right. It is Piper Electric. They've been around for over 35 years, and they are the most fairly priced, dependable, and trustworthy electrical contracting companies in the Denver community. Best part is if you call 202-646-6765, Piper Electric will hook you up with the DNVR back to school special and you will save 20% off your next service call. No job is too big or too small, so don't forget to call our friends over at Piper Electric. Let's start the show. Nobody out. Three and two on Charlotte. Jokic gets it across the timeline. Gets a high pick and pop with Murray. Lindsey breaking through. Taken away by Nathan McKinnon. Two on two with Landis Scott. He has done it again. Vaughn Miller, ladies and gentlemen. Dom two hands. Nikola Jokic. Save me by Grubauer with the left pad. Oh, goodness gracious me. Take a good luck. You won't see it Two-run home run. Trevor Story. Touchdown to Emmanuel Sanders. live hey everyone <laughs> welcome into the D- welcome into the denver sports podcast presented <laughs> by breck brews home of the greatest beers made in colorado as always i am your host ali monroy and on the board is andre simone but on tuesday bsn denver ceased to exist as we announced our new company name dnvr and because of this we've got a special show planned for you guys with some new voices or new faces on my left, I on my left side. Wow. I, I, I was gonna go right immediately to my right. On my left, of course, we have Ryan Konigsberg. We have newly hired Brendan Vogt. Then on my right, I have Adam Mares, and then Brandon Spano and Eric Wilt. Weedem. Weedem. D line cut D line. Oh boy, here we Eric go. Mares. We just met Mares. him. We just, yeah, we, we just, just met him. him. Uh, how's it going, guys? Fantastic. It's going well. You told us you didn't want to talk over us, and then you asked us all a question at the same time. <laughs> I am excited to be on this show, though. This is like this is my favorite in like sports invention of 2019, the Denver Sports Pod. It's it sucked to not be able to like interact with it for the last month, especially last week when Juancho did not win the week. We can Her- we'll go into that later. Yeah, <laughs> Harrison's fired by the way. He's, he's on probation. He literally won a world championship. <laughs> he won a world and we were like, yeah, but is that good enough? Like, does okay. that count? Let's let's d- jump right into the the behind the scenes uh, talk right here. I mean, while we're on here, let's put it out there. Me and Ryan meet with Adam uh, about two months ago, and we're trying to get Adam to come to BSN Denver eventually, which would become DNVR, of course. And as we're drinking and and talking and having dinner, Adam says, yeah, I mean, you know, (laughs) one of the best things you could do is if you had this um, all-team podcast, which we were already talking about doing, uh, is you would have a segment called Who Won the Week? And this would be a great way for fans of each team to feel represented presented and uh sure enough like two weeks later it launches <laughs> and adam's seeing all over twitter votes for who won the week i'm not even committed or anything He's, yeah, like, yeah. Hell, man? <laughs> adam just t- texts me like 
S M H L O L. If there's one thing about Brandon, it's that he doesn't uh, hesitate to act on ideas. So <laughs> once, it was, once it's a good idea, it's happening. For sure. So yeah, today we have a different show for you guys. We are DNVR, so we're going to be talking about kind of the process of the rebrand, our logos, Eric's creations, and all of that. So <laughs> how about I have Ryan and Brandon kind of start on, as co-founders, why did we change, and why is this the new chapter and the new beginning for DNVR? Well, I think you have to go all the way back to the beginning of this, and... When Brandon and I uh, were had 40 pounds lighter, <laughs> <laughs> when Brandon and I had our first uh, like meeting about this, the idea was always that Denver sports fans were underserved and that, you know, uh, there was so, there was such an opportunity to give them more and that there are great sports fans in this state and that that they were just getting this, you know, basic level type of coverage. And we thought, you know, let's not only give them better coverage let's let's give them more ways to interact you know and and we didn't know exactly what it was we just knew that we wanted to create something dope that surrounded denver sports and it it started as obviously more of a a media outlet it was more written content and that sort of thing but the more we evolved the more we started realizing that you know it's that we could not necessarily have to just be a media company. And, and that was something that we learned through the fans. And I think that's the coolest part about it is like we started figuring out, especially through the podcast network and that sort of thing that we, we were reaching that we could reach them in different ways than simply just here, have this content, consume it. And, and then there's this big gap between us and just through you know learning from the people that were consuming what we were doing i think we started realizing that we we were becoming something that we didn't even know we could become yeah i mean absolutely knocked it out of the park i think that um the one thing that we really wanted to be from the beginning that we understood was that um there wasn't an outlet there that was really created for the fans um, you know, you're talking about newspaper journalists who are anti-fan. Uh, that's like the cool thing to be when you're a journalist is being against the fan is and making what, fun of fans. Is that what Antifa stands for? Anti-fan? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly uh, what no, it wow. means. No, it does not. No. Yeah. Yeah. You should Google it. I just I Googled it. Yeah. You should Google yeah. it. Um, sports are our politics. Um, so... <laughs> You know, so it was about finding these people. And this is what I always talk about is there's amazing. And if you look at at the people that are in DNVR right now, you're talking about incredibly talented media people um, that were and are diehard sports fans. They understand what diehard sports fans want. And the work is done out of empathy. The, the work is done out of understanding what people want and then serving them. Not done from, well, this is what I learned and this is what this is and I don't do for this and I don't do that and look at these dumb fans doing that. And that's, that's kind of been the position. Mm -hmm. um, and that was, that's how we started. And that's we started the team channels um, like that. Essentially, we saw, you know, uh, SB Nation, honestly, dominating with all these team specific blogs and we said this is the future except done with real journalists 
Um, and obviously, you know, as guys that are coming directly yeah. from SB Nation that I would consider absolutely <laughs> real journalists. I'd hope so, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I think that at the time, 2014, 2015, a little different. And not. And let's be honest, uh, Denver Stiffs is not what the majority of SB Nation is. And, and, and anyway, we don't need to go on a whole SB Nation thing. But <laughs> we, at but the end have. of the day, um, the idea was access – um, it was 24-7, and it was to be done kind of in that nature. And then we eventually got into podcasts, and we created really the first local – and this is what people don't understand. Like when we launched the Podcast Network in 2016, um, doing a show on every team, and by the, by the end of the year, by 2017, every day, we were the only local podcast network in the country that was operating like a radio station that was knocking out five days a week podcasts on every single team, um, delivering it in a traffic radio ad structure, like really making it work um, on a money level and on a, on a, a, a listener level so that fans could understand. And so you know, once we kind of got these basics down, we determined what this looked like on a scalable like business level. Then we were really able to um, deliver exactly what the fans want because then we started hearing from the fans. Yeah, and the other thing to really that kind of differentiates a traditional news outlet from a podcast network and ultimately what you guys have turned into is that um, you have its longer form. You know, podcasts are not like your radio. They're not just playing out of speakers in a muffler shop and you just sort of hear it out in the ether a podcast is in your ears right like the person that you're talking to you start to develop a real relationship with for sure 100 percent. It, it's just a lot more intimate way to um interact with somebody because a podcast also you always start at the beginning you hear the entire thing you don't just sort of piece together you know you don't have to take times where um you have to re-establish uh, the premise of what we're talking about it's like you can just have like a real conversation and so guys like ryan have a great voice and zach and all of these uh podcasts that were you know you you had the the goal that you wanted to be there every day but then the bonus is, is that people like these guys and they like they want to yeah. know them. They want to be friends with them. And it feels good to talk about sports in a way that's a little bit more unstuffed and the way that you would talk about it um, with your friends. Yeah, and, 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 so. and let me just add to that. And I, I, I sorry to cut you off, Adam, because I know you're about to hop on real quick. But, you know, there is incredible talent mm -hmm. that is out there. Absolutely mind blowing talent that is out there that is working for different team blogs and, and hosting podcasts and are creating incredible um social feeds and, and followings and you know I, i've talked about this before but i find it just absolutely fascinating that they're not on the radar of traditional media companies that are trying they tell us to become digital um but instead yeah. hiring the same stuffy people or uh, and, and and that sounds like a negative thing to people but in put, putting negative. putting them in a box putting hiring yeah. people and putting them in a box mm -hmm. uh and and so you're you know, in my personal opinion, for me in 2019 to be able to come in as this local startup that is kind of disrupting the market, to come in and be able to hire uh, an Adam Mares, um it's like it should not like there should be a threshold there that I can't get to him yet right. because someone has already put this guy in that position. He's you know? also wildly emotional 
emotionally unavailable. So <laughs> <laughs> Eric, hold on. I'm going to need you to scoot your the mic a little closer or oh. get closer to the mic. Well, then, like then people would hear me. <laughs> when you, when you speak into the mic, imagine we've just criticized your art or your integrity. <laughs> so, you want, so what you're saying is when you want me to go and lock myself in a closet. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> tap right. into that anger. Yell at me. <laughs> no, think, yeah, so another yep. thing that you're kind of getting to, though, Brandon, because we all have enormous amount of respect, I think, for traditional journalism. I think that sure, we, we exist in a different space. And one of those spaces is it's funny. People always talk about, like, can you admit fan having some type of fandom for, for the team you're covering? And there's compromises you make when you do that, when you, you become a fan. Absolutely. The thing they don't tell you is there's compromises you make when you don't do that, when you try to be objective. It's not like That's right. if you hold that back, you can tell every story. When you connect with the fan and you're like, and there's something very cathartic about the Broncos are 0 3. And it's like, you know what? This sucks. But it sucks for all of us. And like, I get to connect with you on that level about how much this sucks. And that's something that if you're just a, not a robot, but like a, a journalist, like real true traditional journalists, remove themselves from it and they can be objective. It provides them these certain things. But they don't get to say, like, man, I feel your pain here. And that's the thing, that's where I think we occupy different spaces. And then to your point about creativity, what we really, really hope to do with the NBR is to really merge storytelling, which people have done for a hundred years, more than, you know, forever, thousands of years. Thousands of years. No, it's been 100 years, exactly. <laughs> exactly 100 years as of last, for as the of past yesterday. 58 yeah. years, people yeah. have been yeah. telling yeah. stories no, to each other. Tell stories, but you know what? We have video cameras on our phone now. We have audio devices. We have motion graphics on our computers. We can do all these different things, and if we merge them, there's a million ways to tell oh. a story, not two or three. Um, yeah, hold no. on. Before we keep going, I'm going to save the listeners. Guys, please do not hit the table. <laughs> we're going to get passionate. We're talking. We're excited. But don't hit the table. <laughs> okay, Brandon, what were you going to say? Yeah, no. And, you know, I think I, I and I want to piggyback on that and just say that, you know, sometimes when I speak about where we are compared to traditional media, which I'm talking newspapers, radio, TV, is it's not a knock on the people, but. It is absolutely, I'm passionate about what we're doing. I'm passionate about digital in comparison to terrestrial. I'm passionate about that. I don't believe like these people that are running these companies understand it. I truly believe that. It doesn't mean that I don't think that the talent that is there that we are all friends with are doing an incredible job because there's incredibly talented people there that would, do, would be awesome mm -hmm. at, at, at DNVR. At the same token, there's people that are looked at as the absolute best in this market that would be completely useless to DNVR. It's different. It's different yeah. subsets. But at the end of the day, like we're more or less talking about the industry and the transformation. And I feel like we're on the other side of the paradigm shift. And that's what I'm the most excited about. I, for me, that's one of my favorite parts about this is we want to be taken seriously. We want to we want to make an impact in this market, but I don't see us as necessarily direct threats or competitors to anyone, right. anyone yeah. in particular. We're trying to step in, step in and fill a void. So you we're not trying to say, hey, you don't do this well, we can do it better. That's right. It's just we feel no one's doing this, and I'm excited to, to dip my toes into you that. You know what's like so interesting is that you're saying declaratively that you want to be taken seriously, but this is the way you dress on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even see my facial hair. It's not focused. But the, uh, and also, like, not only that, like you're wearing sweatpants and uh, flip-flops. So. He looks way worse. Yeah, the bottom half below the I would, I would like the brand to be taken seriously. <laughs> I exist online. <laughs> is there any way we could start this over without... Oh, it's live. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Eric. 
Oh, well, everyone, let's talk about how DNVR started. Why Why DNVR? Why is that the name? And that's it. It's not Denver. It's DNVR for the people who don't know. I'm going to pull up our list. Uh, so we created a... You can't read these, these well, uh, <laughs> no, no, because this is, I'm going to start at least three of these. Because <laughs> there's at least there's more, the, more good news. So there, there's a list here. I, you probably can't. I don't know if you can see. No. Uh, okay, can. okay. I'm just <laughs> controlling the, the, the camera and could zoom in on me or it, whatever. But can't um, zoom in that, that Okay, close. okay. So anyway... <laughs> So we decided uh, we were going to make a, a name change here. Um, actually, a couple months ago, it's been kind of a, a work in progress. And we all had a list of names. I had the longest list, I believe. Um, Blaze, Eric's partner at D-Line, had the second longest. Eric had a, a pretty long list as well. But uh, Ryan had a list of like six. Um, <laughs> and they were all about the same. And they were – and, and um, you know – the second one on his after uh, the undrafted, which I didn't like, uh, which everyone kind of liked. I liked it. Was um, that will be ex- in existence tomorrow? If someone is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. Giving away my ideas. Um, was uh, was and, and just for the record, like pretty much every great idea for BSN that's happened has been Ryan's idea. Um, and now that Adam's here, I'm pretty much just like completely useless. But. Um, <laughs> DNVR was on, and I honestly looked over that mm-hmm. uh, because I was thinking. Yeah, I'm going to tell you the one that I love. This this should be semi good podcasting, I think, um, at least at least to make a joke on me is. Um, <laughs> so there was this. Um, you have to explain it like this. It's already. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, well, okay, I hope okay. this will be good content. <laughs> uh, so so there was this. Um, Back in the Roman oh times. God, no. <laughs> oh, wow. We're I'm not going to gonna let you go there, yeah, yeah. Brandon. Back in the Roman times. No, Brandon. Okay. Well, okay. well, it was terrible. It was an old Roman name. I, I thought of names like Stadio, which is stadium in Latin, um, wow, and Gaius, and Acta, and Ludus, but uh, none of them were. I really Imagine wanted something powerful. Right <laughs> I really wanted something powerful, but um, it it ended up being DNVR. I guess that's the well. That I mean, that the, is powerful. Okay. You skipped oh, a big step of DNVR is really powerful, but um, I, I skipped. Well, so anyway, all I was saying was that I had a bunch of dumb ideas. <laughs> we kind of looked over that one until one day when it was honestly like addressed between Ryan, uh, 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 Eric, and I, um, and. It was at a Broncos watch party, and I don't know. There was something about the way that it was said. Um, was like, hey, I think this is it, and it kind of sounded like call letters, but it was also, you know, mint Denver, and it was also kind of new age. And then, um, I'll, Ryan, you can kind of fill in here. Yeah, I was when I came up with the idea, I thought it was super awesome, and like you said, kind of everyone just kind of glossed over it in the Google Doc. But I think the problem is you have to hear it. You have to hear it to feel it. Mm-hmm. And it was actually a bar crawl. We were at Blake Street Tavern. Yeah, that was a, a, a great night. We got to do one of those again. Yes. Got to hear yeah. it to feel it. <laughs> Hundreds of drunk Denver sports fans walking down the street. Yeah. yeah. We and packed By bar three, bars. it was a little weird. And after uh, a few drinks, I think it just hit a little different. When I said it out loud to you guys, I was what? like, this brand really? is great if you're hammered. This, right. brand, <laughs> this brand hits different when you're four beers deep. <laughs> I remember exactly how this happened. So... I arrived at this uh, bar crawl. I came in hot. I had already, <laughs> I had already been drinking. Eric's been known to do that once in a while. <laughs> I was coming in hot. 
And we were having uh, the conversation about how like the best version of any video game is when you can just name the video game the sport it is, like football, <laughs> you know, or, or like anything that sort of just like takes it back to the basic of like what it is. And so we were like, th that's why the the Denver Sports Podcast is such a great name because this had come into existence before we had decided on the name of the network. And we were like, that's so great. It's just so basic, and you really get the idea, and it feels like foundational. It's not, you know, like three references deep and and then we were like yeah like denver like dnvr and um you know we had had some strawberry sky <laughs> and it like and it like and it, like it just hit different yeah. <laughs> it did it just hit i was like guys like that's it. i really like dnvr and like, like both wow, of you this is it. like if, if if it was a cartoon like the light would have finally <laughs> gone on for both of you and you were both like Yes. Yeah. That's it. Well, and then I think Eric even said, and like stacked, like DN on the top, VR on the bottom. Um, and it was super deliberate. And, and, I, well, and, and then I'll, I'll tell you what the, the actual genesis of the logo is, is that if you look at my logo, D-Line Co., and then you take the BSN logo and you put them together. If they had a baby. If they oh, had a baby. There you yeah. go. And then those babies a met child and of they love. had a baby. Um, and Born uh, of passion. Uh, it was... I mean, I was, I was, again, I was coming in hot. <laughs> <laughs> it was passionate. Born a drunken night at a tavern. Yes. Um, the and I was born a drunken <laughs> night at a tavern. That is absolutely right. Um, it's so fitting. Yeah. And, and, you know, it just, it just, it's yeah. clean and it, it, it's the state shape and it's, it, you know, it just makes sense. It also, it's, there's something cool about like, so like KUSA, KTLV, whatever mm -hmm. has to be west of the Mississippi or K. And then if you're east of the Mississippi or W, I like that this is digital. It doesn't exist in that old school world, and it's DNVR. It's like feels like that, but it's also like no, we're breaking all the rules. It is, and once we saw the designs, that was the game changer. Yeah. Once we saw the branding, we saw this backdrop. This was one of the first things Eric showed us. Um, we just completely, you know, our hearts melted. Yeah, well, and I'm from Sounded Colorado. Really corny, uh, I care a lot about the sports uh, landscape here. Um, I don't know why. But it is something that I feel like foundational. It's like what it's like. I just like sports a lot, and I, again, I don't really know why. I just uh, enjoy filling my time thinking about things that aren't really important, like whether or not Yusuf Nurkic is a bad guy. I mean, he is a bad guy, but <laughs> like it's it doesn't mean anything in my life. But I like just you know having feelings of aggression or like anger or things that are like <laughs> don't that don't serve you in the real world and like yeah. focusing on them on guys that get paid millions of dollars that I'll never meet and like it doesn't matter right? <laughs> so and and I Eric you know, just explained every sports fan <laughs> yes most de well but I don't but I don't think people really think about like why they like sports and people don't also think about like how you can really like sports in a healthy way that helps your um, outlook on, on life in general because you can again focus negative feelings into a place that doesn't matter um, but so it, it was important so this ultimately like this was a passion project for me this is sort of like the culmination of things I've thought about my whole life things I you know wanted to uh, bring to Denver I, I don't like Denver being thought about it's like a cow town I, I you know I know that I must I, have hated my intro article then well I don't I don't like things you write and also I don't read so it doesn't matter. <laughs> zero chance he read that. and he yeah. didn't do an audio story on it so no audio I was out I was out immediately <laughs> oh I should do one huh? you should do one yeah. but um so I so I started the company D-Line just because I like making t-shirts and then um, at a certain point, Adam reached out to me on Twitter. Do you remember how we met? I don't actually remember you, that. Yeah, I do. This is humbling. Nobody yeah. remembers. <laughs> no one knows my last name. No one knows. <laughs> <laughs> I remember everything about you, you my love. <laughs> 
but yeah, you reached out to me on Twitter t- to ask about making T-shirts for the Nuggets because I was making T-shirts anyway. So um, we met like in a formal way, and then the Nuggets did their uh, jersey reveal, and it happened yeah. to be where I had been parked for the day anyway, like at the parking garage at the uh, oh, Performing right. Arts Center. A rebrand. How fitting. That's right. I do remember this conversation. A rebrand. We and, hit it off and I was right like, away, And I was like, oh, there, there's Adam. Like, yeah. And like people listening, they, they, that's like a, a person that you know who it is. Like if you were to see Ryan, you'd be like, oh my God, that's Ryan. Like I want to go talk to this dude. So I do remember that day now. So Thanks I inserted myself me. in a conversation like I've done in this conversation right now. <laughs> and, you know, and then it's been, you know, love and hate ever since. Yeah. Mostly oh. love. Okay, well, Real quick, I just wanted to say like real quick. It was crazy. <laughs> I was I was telling this to Allie yesterday. Like it's crazy how I just this thing popped into my head. Like I was brainstorming ideas for the brand and like this little DNVR popped into my head. Seeing it go from that just idea that came out of nowhere to this in in like the wallpaper and the whole brand ha- is crazy, especially the in the timing and and um, I'm very appreciative of Eric because I feel like he has this like wire inside of my brain where I have an idea and then he like takes what it was super rough in my head and and turns it into this beautiful thing like with the t-shirts with the brand yeah. so I do I, I, do, I do have a wire in your brain uh, you should know it's good and and I and I totally feel like I'm on the other side of that once he creates that beautiful thing then he hands it to me and he's just like please like make this a thing and then we put it out to the world and put it on a thousand thousands of people mm-hmm. and then uh, we just all high five together <laughs> yeah. okay uh that's true i want to move on to what is next for dnvr like what are what should fans expect to see from us subscribers so i'm gonna have adam and brendan kind of take over there why did you guys come to dnvr and what are you planning to create and bring here uh, well, besides the fact that I just couldn't stand not working without him, I just <laughs> like the second he left, the separation you anxiety. Wanna, yeah, you want to talk about a true love story? Yeah, no, I mean it was a lot of the things we yeah, talked about before. Demands. Uh, what Brandon and Ryan have outlined here in terms of wanting to build a community and a lifestyle more so than just a front-facing media company. Sure. Adam and I shared those goals. They were very important to us throughout my short tenure, his longer tenure at Stiffs. I think that's why we were hired, if I can speak for you. Yeah, I, absolutely. And, and so we kind of felt our heads butting up against a certain ceiling. As, as great as the Stiffs were, we didn't have the support and the backing of a company, a CEO, 100%, 100%. someone who believed in us the way we did in ourselves. And so for us, we just saw this as more resources to make the stuff we've always wanted to make. And why does that have to be for just Nuggets fans when we can team up with you guys and make this a Denver thing? And I'll close with this. I've said it a couple of times. Denver has never been more malleable. It's in search of its new soul as people like me move in every day. Sorry. Yeah, me um, too. Sorry. Me. <laughs> but sports can play a large role in that. I really believe that in shaping what's to come. So let's shape something fun, inclusive, and cool. Uh, that, yeah. At least that's it for me. Yeah, so I, I'm like sharing secrets live on the air here, so it's kind of fun. But, um, you know, I, Eric had actually approached me uh, at sometime in like April or something, I think very drunk or something, and it was like, hey. Coming, coming in hot. Coming in hot. And he's <laughs> Eric like, hey, drinks. Man, That's the name I of this think, pod. Uh, <laughs> I think Brandon's going to try to get a meeting with you this summer, man. You like just, uh, And I was like, oh, really? Like, what, what's up? And, you know, he kind of pitched the idea. So the real reason I joined here is because the three people at this table, Ryan, 
Brandon and, and Eric and not me. I was gonna I, say. Well, I didn't, to be honest, wow. with you, I, I, didn't, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't know I'm the kidding, rest of the I'm crew kidding, too well. I'm especially not <laughs> a genius. It, it, <laughs> <laughs> well, it started with Eric and like. I mean, we all we all have gotten to know him, and I think the fans have gotten to know him. Eric's just like such a beautiful and unique mind, and he's like it's just he's a fun guy to know, and I believe in like. Every time we collaborate on something, I'm like, dude, this is exactly what I wanted it to be. This is so cool. And so him becoming more, I think Spano saw the same thing and tried to steal him from me. And <laughs> I did. And you threw an absolute I I, fit. You know what? <laughs> I ruined my entire fall. And I'm like, for the best. But you know what? You were utilizing him in a way that I couldn't at Stiffs. You're doing even more. And it's like, you know, that's really cool. So the first thing I was like, man, the idea of building a brand identity with Eric really resonated because I was just like, I know he's creative in the ways I want to be creative with this stuff. And I agree. <laughs> and and he when he pitched me on it, he's like, you really got to get to know RK you, because he is like you, but Broncos. And I'm like, all right. So this is like April, Nuggets and playoffs. And I start reading Ryan and listening to the show. And I'm just like, all right, I'm going to start trying to familiarize my prepare a little bit for what I'm going to do. And I'm like, yeah, he's right, dude. Like Ryan covers the Broncos the way I cover the Nuggets. And it's like, very personal and it's fun and but he knows his he knows his stuff and it, like it's just like okay i get it i get what he's saying okay so there would be me and ryan and we both kind of have the same vision and the same style but spano i'd met spano a couple times and everybody knows spano is a a pitbull you're an intense guy you're a very like <laughs> pitbull's you're, good pitbull's you're, you're, good you're, you're, pitbull da, is Philip Lindsay, so that's you're, a compliment you, yeah you can be <laughs> you can be like an intimidating force and, you know, so I had some concerns. First of all, am I going to really be able to go there and be creative? Like, at Stiffs, I get to do whatever I want in ways both good and bad. Like, I would, we had no support, but we also had no management. <laughs> so it was like, I can, whatever I want to do, I get to do. And I'm, I didn't think I would work in an environment where somebody's like, I'm bringing you in to do my plan and to do my vision. So that was one thing going into the meeting I had. And when I went into the first meeting with Ryan and, and, and Spano, it was – Every, it was the opposite of that. It was like, we want you to come on, not as the Nuggets guy, we want you to come on as a creative guy and help us just push the boundaries, be creative, establish the voice. And it's like the voice of the site will start from you and Ryan. And, and so like, just the willingness to sort of give up that control to me was like, okay, he gets it. But then also, I think of, Eric in his first conversation with me talked about Spano as a ball of energy. And I think it's the best description. It's, you, if you need something and you're like, I believe in this, you convince him and you say, do it. Like he just gets it done. Yep. And oh yeah. <laughs> he's so emotionally invested, you know, physically invested, every, just invested in this company in a way that he is willing to sacrifice everything for it. Mm -hmm. I'm like, you know what? He has that plus the willingness to allow me and Ryan and everybody else on staff to do our thing. That's the perfect, I, I just feel like it's the perfect setup. Yeah. And, and a month in it's been the case. And just to, to add on quickly, like, <clears throat> Brandon works for all of us in Denver, all of us that are fans in Denver. Yeah. Like, he has an intense energy, as Adam mentions, but he points it in a way that is benevolent and is makes change for all of us here. And so it's, you know, it's something to be appreciated. And um, it's the start of something here where we can really start to build something that doesn't didn't exist prior. And um uh, you know, so you should be commended. That's awesome. I, I really appreciate that, you guys. You know, I, there's um, uh, it's really amazing. Um, you know, there's a quote that, uh, uh, and I, if you work for me long enough, you know, I say a bunch of 
quotes from people, but um, <laughs> so sorry to bore you guys. But, you know, Steve Jobs has a pretty common quote that a lot of people know. You know, we don't hire smart people to tell them what to do. We hire smart people so they can tell us what to do. And I think I've always just felt like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we wanted to do merchandise, we went out and said, who's the best people that are doing merchandise? You know, um, and we looked at a couple different. It, it was not a long list, but there was one that <laughs> s- stood way out, blowing the competition away. It was D-Line. So we did a, you know, I called Eric, got a lunch with D-Line or DM'd you, right? Slid into your DMs. <laughs> I don't, and, I don't uh, think that's what that I don't means. I want to talk about Eric was drunk. And, um, you know, literally, I mean, we, we got with Eric and I've within four weeks, we dropped an entire line four weeks later with eight products, I think, at the drop. Um, and then we signed Phil and sold 5,000 Phil shirts before the end of the year or whatever. So, like, we've just, you know, um, but, but, but that was just you know eric like that was that was eric you know and so um when it came to to feed off of what you how you started this this question you know when it comes to brendan and and adam you know adam did exactly on the stiffs what we were trying to do across the entire network he um was the maestro of the Nuggets community. Mm-hmm. You know, he was the leader of the Nuggets online community. Without question. Um, and it was done in a fun level, an mm-hmm. interactive level, not a I'm the stand on the stage breaking news guy, but an empathetic level. He understood them. They understood him. Um, and then next to him was Brendan, who has one of the most incredible digital voices and that mustaches. you'll find. Um, a digital mustache. And mustaches. <laughs> And um, <laughs> smile for the camera. <laughs> you know, uh, his voice uh, was just it, it's it sounds, you know, here's the one thing, too. And not to go back to banging on traditional media, but, you know, the, but here we go. But, but, <laughs> but, but here it is. Here's, here's the, hand me the drum. Um, but no, dead seriously is people don't understand how important the voice is, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and you just can't find that. It's so hard to find, mm-hmm. you know, and he's absolutely incredible at it. And it's so special of a talent. Um, and so, you know, I can tell you this. They've came in. Adam ca- came in and dialed up the uh, Slack channel, got everybody on the same page of that. Game changer. Absolutely, completely transformed the company from the inside on a cultural wait, level. Wait till he gets those TPS reports. You know, um, <laughs> Brendan has you know completely lined up, hey, how this is supposed to look. And at the end of the day, I truly trust these guys and I trust everybody. And so... You know, I just let everybody go to work, and so it's uh, it's it's really awesome. It's really incredible. I'm so happy to have you guys. So thank you guys so much for for being a part of this, especially Brendan. Oh, <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> okay, Rang. I just had one thing to say in terms of Short, how Eric please. Uh, went from from a guy that you DM'd about doing shirts to where he is and how important he is to us now. There's this weird thing that Brandon and I have talked about since like the beginning of we launched this, which is just like I don't know like what it is, but good things just happen for me. And like, you've said that and I've said that and I've known Eric long enough now that he's a hundred percent like that. Yeah. And like, yeah. it just, good things just happen for Eric and, th- and Eric also just does things and they instantly turn to gold. And I, should I feel, feel better about myself than I do. <laughs> <laughs> I feel really confident about the fact that like, if you just keep stacking people like that 
together and you create so like awesome. an, an, an unstoppable force and and uh, and we're just gonna <laughs> do whatever Allie. we want oh on my goodness because it doesn't matter because we all run the company so we can just make our own um hours on this but um so it's <laughs> so a good point here, here's what i love too you know and because we could do a completely other podcast um we, we could we could talk for hours about this Eric, but we about shouldn't the energy around decisions and i so i love that you know, everybody here, we, there's, there's an energy marriage here with everybody. And when I get with Ryan, Open when marriage. I get with Eric, Polygamy. when I sat down with Adam, um, you know, we were having mental sex. No, I'm just kidding. Jeez. Oh my God. <laughs> I, 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 I know. I, I wanted to throw I this off. I, I just wanted to throw no, this off. This. No, I, I wanted to drive it no, off the road. No, but, Brandon, but seriously, nope, in this, done. The, the energy did match. And, and you're absolutely right, Ryan. Just the belief that, hey, we can make impossible things work. It works. It works. Deal with it. Deal with it. What do you want? Deal with it. DNVR, here today, gone today. The, uh, the audio clipped. The audio clipped a couple times. <laughs> well, this is a live look, honestly, at what our office is like every sure. day. <laughs> um, right. It's a loud office. But real quick, for the people, I, I see a bunch of new people tuning in, and I uh, some of you have never heard of the Denver Sports Podcast. Um, so we do normally talk sports, but because of our rebrand, um, we decided to have these guys in here to talk about that. We are going to go into some of our old typical segments uh, later on. But... What I was trying to get you guys to say before you guys went on to like a long tangent, that was very good and very informative, but we're looking to provide live streams for you, incredible video content with the manpower that we have now, which we've we've put out these uh, video series with the Nuggets previewing uh, the Nuggets players, and those have been so great. Uh, more podcasts. What else are, what other content things are we adding with the NVR? Yeah, obviously, um, you know, live streaming is, is a huge point of that. Um, and But I, I think it's um, the nature in which we communicate with fans. And you saw yesterday in our first launch, uh, there's audio clips that are really nice uh, that give you a visual representation and an audio representation of what happened on the podcast. That's every day on every channel. Um, uh, you know, all of our um, digital elements, like if we do the, the, the $15 Nuggets fun thing with the fans, all of that um, Those uh, are micro stories, right? That's what right. I call them. Sure, it's like sure. we, there's an article's worth of things that we'll put out every single day. Like we have articles churning out, but it's also like this is a little conversation. It's not quite an article, but let's have this on social yeah. media or on a podcast or on a video. And I, I think starting to think of the way you interact with fans that way is, is it's just fun and it's productive and it's 21st century. Also, the conversations that go on inside this office are so awesome. Like, we want to take you guys in here as much as we possibly can, especially now that it's all beautiful and, and looks good and it's not just like white walls with <laughs> foam board pictures of Emmanuel <laughs> Sanders on it. Do you guys see this bobblehead shaking? This is this is Brandon just like going the crazy. The energy, I'm telling you, a ball of energy. <laughs> okay, speaking of energy, speaking of fun, I have a fun segment coming up involving rebranding and Denver sports. But before we move on, we got to talk about Total Bev's incredible 30% off deal that they're giving specifically to the DNVR family. 30% off your purchase of $25 or more using the promo code. I think we got a new promo code. We did? I'm guessing it's... DNVR 2019. <laughs> Something along those lines. Um, 
using that promo code online or on their Total Beverage app. They've got everything you're looking for, including CBD products. And if you get overwhelmed with hundreds of options, don't worry. Their incredible staff members will help you find exactly what you want. So don't forget. Yeah. I was just going to say that literally the other day I went in there looking for a very specific Prosecco for uh, my sister's engagement party. The guy, one of their staff members went and then he's like, oh, you want a whole box? Not only did he go get the box for me, he carried it for me, brought it all the way up. Great staff there. Yep. So don't forget to use the promo code for that 30% off. Uh, we'll tweet and post everywhere the promo code. I'm pretty sure it's DNVR. Oh, yep. DNVR 2019. There you go. <laughs> okay. So based on our conversations earlier, I want us to break down, maybe not as long, um, <laughs> break down what was the best rebrand in Denver sports history. Now you look at Broncos and the Nuggets. They've like switched it. things up around a lot. Well, the Rockies haven't really. And um, and according to Wikipedia, they have not. <laughs> they, okay. they've they, tweaked. No, they've tweaked, yeah. All they said with that they've changed is they introduced Purple Mondays, which the team wears purple uniforms every Monday. They, they changed their unis. Right. They're like originally their away uniforms were just like all gray. Then they went to a different style. Um, they've had like the purple pinstripes. They've messed around, so they've they've just yeah. yeah but that's not a rebrand. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. It's definitely not. Um. Okay. So let's start start with you, Eric. The best rebrand. Um. To be honest, I think there's really only one true answer. This we can talk about all the different right. rebrands. Yeah. Is your name but, Eric? I mean, there's not. Even <laughs> Go ahead. No. But I want to hear it though. Yeah. But the best rebrand ever is the Broncos. Going from yeah. the old uniforms to... Are you talking about the old orange or the old brown? No, the well, mustard. Get, getting rid of that was an okay. important start. <laughs> but the point of this is the Broncos went to the, the, the uniforms they currently have now from the old thing. And not from a look standpoint, but they went and won two Super oh, Bowls yeah. in a row oh, right yeah. after they did that. And, and, and what's, what's always <laughs> so it's fascinating... the results is... Here's <laughs> what I think is really fascinating is that... Um, the rebrands with sports, oftentimes they come with a culture change as well. So you just see jerseys change, but that was a completely different. The Broncos go from the old orange and blue team that loses Super Bowls and is tough to play during the season and usually doesn't get it done in the postseason. They change it. Um, they had just introduced a new stadium a couple years prior, and they just start their juggernaut that can't be beat, and they start winning Super Bowls. And um, I kind of feel like... Uh, and, and this is a little out of my context, but Brendan and, and Adam, but I kind of feel like the Nuggets uh, after the like Shaw era and stuff, <laughs> you know, um, getting into this, you know, Malone comes in and then they kind of go with a rebrand there and there's a new style of play. I feel like the Nuggets are a completely different culture now than they were five, six years ago, too. Yeah. But anyway, I do agree with your point on the Broncos. Best rebrand ever. And speaking of rebrands and success falling right after that, Nuggets get Carmelo, they go to the Powder Blue, they go to 10 straight playoffs. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, same thing actually happened in 94. So they had the Rainbow Skylines, which at the time were not cool. Now they are. So cool. But they went to that Navy Blue, which I think was very, like, 90s cool. Mm. And, like, it was tough. And it identified, like the Nuggets' young core now. They had a young core, and it was like, sweet, these guys are they're upending the culture. Of course, it didn't last for more than a year. But So both times the Nuggets have – actually, three times the Nuggets have rebranded now. They've reached the playoffs the season that they rebranded. So 
it, it's been kind of cool. I mean, there is something to the idea of having a physical representation of a culture change. Oh, yes. Rebrands in general. I mean, that's why it was really important for us to launch our rebrand to coincide with you coming, with Brendan coming, right. to sort of signal that um, this is a new entity, this is a new voice, this is a new person, essentially. Um, and so you should think of this as a different person you should think of this differently and that's why people do rebrands um, is to sort of change perceptions in general but I actually could not disagree with you more about the Broncos thank you uh, I yeah so seriously I, I hate this logo I've always hated this logo I this this logo is a prisoner to the time in which it was created this uh, is super hold nice. on hold on yeah, yeah. Hey. before I just get eviscerated here <laughs> I just was yeah, no, referencing you're look, the, you're, you're right the, about the, that, the success yes. of the rebrand, yes, not sir. the look of the rebrand. Well, I, I, I and, look, but also the importance of that moment, because it did feel like I'm t- when they lost to Jacksonville in, what, 96, I was like, the Broncos are never winning a Super Bowl. That was our year. We didn't do it. We're never winning. You change, and then you win. It's like, oh, all we needed was to like turn our hat around backwards. You know what I mean? Totally. It's like we just needed to shake off the old orange. Absol- yeah, absolutely. But so it, yes. salary cap loopholes. But yeah, yeah. Hey, man. But yeah, if you're talking about lost in the history, efficacy, <laughs> efficacy of a rebrand, absolutely. That, that that's uh, indisputable. If you're talking about aesthetics of a rebrand and the way that I have to see it all around town on hats, on shorts. Uh, when it's paired up against Rockies purple, when it's paired yeah. up against and like I just don't I own lots of sports stuff i own zero things that have that logo uh. um, i love the like i personally um love logos and and brands that are rooted in a time that shows that the team didn't need to change themselves yeah and like the celtics like the bulls like yeah, super, the, the knicks don't rebrand because they're the knicks they're super classic and you can tell that they, that means they've been around from the beginning and they haven't felt like they've needed to change like i love the new nuggets rebrand uh because it takes in elements that feel old school and sort of hint to that idea that they've actually been around for 50 years which they have because they change their look so often that you sort of forget that that's that same team that's been here this whole time so um i love that the when the nuggets just rebranded they they their uniforms in a lot of ways became more basic, um, which, you know, older uniforms for the most part are more basic because you had to uh, rely on an elderly woman to be able to sew your patch or whatever. And it, it wasn't just like you just <laughs> printed it off, right? So, like, there were, like, actual real reasons that you made things kind of goofy or you made things, like, simple. And so um, – I mean, I love Maxi Minor. Not everybody loves Maxi Minor, but I also don't care what other people think because they're <laughs> wrong. Um, Which one do you like better? I like the Minor Ma- or the Skyline? I, I definitely like Maxi. This is a prisoner to the 80s. Like, this is yeah. 80s, 90s. This also, for me, represents a just absolute futility when it comes to the Nuggets. Like, it was like the darkest era was represented by no, the brightest there, logo. There's good eras in there. Isn't that a funny thing, though, about, like, nostalgia? Like... Everyone loves the Rainbow Skyline. Everyone loves the Broncos oh, throwback yeah. oh, D, yeah. and it's like, what? Like yeah. we just like it because totally. it's old. Yeah, yeah for but, sure. And, and I'm I'm totally like it. Like it's I like thinking. I love that that skyline. Yeah, I love the Broncos old school D. Like I think they both look better than the current stuff. Yes. But to that point though, if the Nuggets rebrand, if they get Darko in 2003 and they just continue to suck, but now they're powder blue as they suck, it'd be like, yeah, that's not cool. Now we just don't suck. Yeah, I think there's something to say about soul here. And, uh, you know, I think that when you look in, in, you know, when you look at that Broncos logo, 
Um, it looks soulless. Uh, it, it, well, it's, it, it's, it, it's more aggressive. It, They're going in for a way, aggressive. Though, it does look more like, hey, this is like corporate branded. Um, I think when you look at the old stuff, and it might just be nostalgia, like you said, because you had a different connection with it at a different different time. Um, to me, like Maxi the Minor, f- feels like it's almost nothing but soul. It's just the creation. Of, well, it's just it's dopey. Of, it's of, just like goofy, and it's weird. It does like if you were going to go to if you were a boxer and you dressed it like maxi the minor and you had your tongue out let's do it like no one would take you seriously (laughs) versus if you come in like aggressive like the broncos wanted to be thought of as like an aggressive fierce force so like the that logo embodies that so i like things that just sort of like are um that take a step back and like don't impose so so you like the buccaneer with them with the I like no nothing. No, because that's nineties. Those are like or or like or like the 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 Patriot outside of the Patriots, but the the guy snapping the football. Well, that I think that falls more into the nostalgia realm, like what Ryan's talking about. Like to me, those seem like really soulful, like real. Yeah, because at a time where things were real and drawn by hand, and like you know, totally, like it's a real thing. That's same same as the D with the horse. I got the real best rebrand. Nene Hilario becoming just Nene. <laughs> oh. Think of it, Nene Hilario. Like, you can't get behind that guy, but Nene? Yeah. What no, is, that's I, a star. Do we know, uh, what is it about being Brazilian and being able to go by one It's Nene? dope. It's actually well, Ichiro, really cool. Ichiro and Yao did it, too. That's true, but I mean, like, every Brazilian footballer is like, what is it, Pele, and you've got... Uh, yeah. Oh. The, what, I, what, what is that? Is that a, I love what, his what pronunciation. Yeah. Mine I don't know. Or his. His, not yours. Your Nobody like I, I forgot to apologize for the way my voice sounds, by the way, when this started. I, I don't know. Uh, we have lots of Brazilian listeners on the BSN Broncos podcast, so maybe they can fill yes, us in. Yes, please. It's a weird flex, in. but okay. Yeah, <laughs> it's a weird flex. Shouts Brazil. If you need anything in Germany or Spain or Why any other Why don't you just name how many countries listen to your podcast yeah. while you're at it? It's like, three, it's like 119. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, that's no big deal. That's how big is that deal. not all of them? There's a lot. <laughs> I don't uh, think we have Liechtenstein represented uh, on our podcast. I'm gonna use that. Uh, Ryan's that, like Uruguay sucks. <laughs> I'm gonna use that never. that recent Nuggets rebrand as an avenue to to discuss another sort of aspect of rebrands, which is there were no Nuggets fans that were repping the team in Denver at all. Yeah. Uh, when I moved here, the arenas were empty, but also you couldn't get a bar to put the game on. Yeah. No one was wearing a jersey. By the end of that last season, after the rebrand. People were talking. People uh, were rocking the new gear. And you go, okay, that's not just a Nuggets fan. That guy watches this team. That girl watches this team. And that was really prevalent. Like, their cultural footprint tripled. Uh, and I don't think that that timing with the rebrand is a coincidence there at all. What about the abs? They really haven't changed much. Terrible just a, Oh. Terrible logo. Oh, Same thing. come on now. No, no. The, you're, 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 you're trapped in nostalgia. I right? am. Objectively, Two it's a championships just if make the logo they're, good. They're, they're, it's they're, it's they're, so true. They're third, okay, but they're rebrands and championships, definitely two yeah. different <laughs> things. <laughs> it's the perfume that on the, the logo. Um, but their new one that they have that's like basic. That the Colorado the, with the That seat. they put on their third jerseys. Yeah. Like, yes. That's why day. I have that jersey. All day. Yeah, right. But you have the thing about you, Eric, is you like you have a very specific style. So you're right because you're talking about a very classic, iconic almost minimalist style but that's what teams are coming to realize is that there's power in that because is you're there not any trapped chance in that that's era. the era but do you is there any chance that's this no, era no, no, and no. like 20 years from now like man it was just a triangle with a circle in it uh no i mean there's the, the things that are true like persevere like okay you uh, know like it, there's a fa- there's something that's a bold statement in 2019 <laughs> yeah. that's true that, that, what <laughs> i just said will not persevere yeah <laughs> but uh there's just something to the idea of you know like not 
I don't know. Maybe it's the soul. I, just something that like existed because it existed, and they thought to do it that way the first time. There's something real about that, right? And so like when it remains, um, the Rockies are the one team in town that got that though. I think because like the CR is just. Yeah. I don't know. It's just cool. The well, font, everything, it's just, yeah, it it's, works. Well, it's just, yeah, that, that's like a baseball, a baseball Baseball's paradigm. good at being classic because cause baseball's they are been traditional. around for goddamn yeah. We all know who has the best logo in the state. It's the oh. Buffs. Oh, my God. Oh, the Buffs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, Buffs is a great logo. Great color scheme. Great color scheme for sure. It was CSU rebranding. Like, what is the orange, the green, the yellow? Orange is a throwback. It's a throwback. Oh, right? okay, okay. Agricultural. So it used to be green and orange. You know what's funny Ooh. is that I grew up in Fort yeah. Collins. It's I actually to... pumpkin and alfalfa. Oh wow! <laughs> wow, uh, I didn't know that, but that well, that makes sense because it's agricultural, right? Like oh. it's, uh, it's uh, that's what they're drawing upon. Um, I don't remember. Uh, a lot about the CSU brand. Like I don't, I don't like. I, maybe I don't like logos in, unless I make them because I don't. Really <laughs> 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 we, got, we got to the real heart of this. <laughs> yeah. I love how opinionated it is. Yeah. It's like really. a, I, maybe I'm just. This a is deep, your version of traditional media. Yeah, <laughs> just a deep rooted. Uh, I mean, <laughs> um, but I, uh, I, I, I really like. Um, what I drew for them, <laughs> I really like. Yeah. I, I don't really. Know. It's funny. I don't. Re- I don't remember when they rebranded exactly. Yeah. I, I went to CSU. I, I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> the Buffs haven't changed their logo really. I mean, they They've just like, like modernized it. Yeah, the shape Ralphie. of it. Mm. They did one time uh, add powder blue to their uniforms. It was very bad. Ooh. So 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 real quick, um, let me ask you guys a preference, personal preference, when it comes to sports here. What do you believe in um, rebuilding? Amazing stadiums, or, or I should say, uh, you, you know, like updating, like update, update, revamping, and updating traditional stadiums, old stadiums, uh, iconic stadiums, or tearing them down and building incredible ones. Uh, I mean, that depends on the stadium, right? Like Coors Field can never be touched. No. Absolutely. Just keep, I feel like just people felt like that about the old Mile High, right? Maybe, there, even, maybe yeah. even McNichols, you could say like uh, Coors Field. Like the I don't know. I will, I don't is, remember going to Old Mile High very much. But like Coors Field, like the infrastructure is perfect, uh, the way it looks is perfect. Mm-hmm. Like it just needs nothing except for just constant uh, maintenance Mile and High had an energy that was just unbelievable that I just I don't I think I've ever experienced anywhere else. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to think like well, uh, just in, I mean it really like again it depends entirely on the structure itself whether or not the structure itself yeah. respects itself enough to be. Uh, to maintain and be fans are also hilarious with this stuff like this crappy stadium that we hate they're gonna tear it down <laughs> what the hell man that's our crappy stadium <laughs> no i think with ba- baseball it's funny you bring that up because baseball first of all it's a summer sport the outdoor space is so important and like coors field is dope in large part because you get to look at the rockies while looking at the rockies mm. you know what i mean it's a great view mm-hmm. and it's just great and it feels iconic and old and it feels older than what it is in a good way um <laughs> But basketball stadiums, football stadiums, modernize these things. Yeah. Technology changes so fast that something built in 1993 or whatever, or, or 2003, even though it's not even 20 years old, it's too old. You need Wi-Fi no in the arena. No you need doubt. the cool feature. You need like the new lighting, not the old. And so baseball can stay. Everything else, tear it down every every 20 years, build something cooler. <laughs> I feel like the Broncos have done a good job at um, making like new adjustments to their stadium with everything we saw recently they have uh yeah, they, they have wi-fi in there now they have like all like they have like a wi-fi box in every section uh or like a, a transmitter or whatever you want to call it they updated all of their concessions so like you don't even have to deal with a person now when you go to get your concessions which is pretty cool you don't have to like wait in line like that's the number one reason i don't 
go to get concessions at pretty much anything but baseball is like you can't miss any of the action because it takes so long. you got to wait in line. They've done a good job of that. The thing about the Broncos stadium, though, is I just think it's ugly, like, from the outside. From the outside. I don't like the shape of it. It's, like, too round and swoopy. And uh, then, like, the retired numbers thing they did was just kind of thrown on there. And I, the stadium doesn't have, like, a – it doesn't feel powerful to me. It doesn't – yeah, it, it doesn't have a presence. Yeah. Like, Fenway like, Park has, like, a presence. Yeah. Going around to the stadiums and traveling with the Broncos, like, you see it, just all these other – like. The Eagles Stadium, but just like you see it and you're like, wow, like, that's where the <laughs> is Eagles. It, is that it? is right. And maybe that's the difference because when I go to other NBA arenas, I'm just like, this is the Pepsi Center just like turned differently. Right. They're right. all the same, so that's why yeah. I say update them. Right. That makes sense. Okay. Does anyone have a last thought to add before? Yeah, I, I just want to apologize for running uh, off your time schedule and, and telling you it doesn't <laughs> matter and deal with <laughs> it. Like whatever, man. Especially when I said deal with it, I felt really bad. <laughs> I, I, ha- I tell everybody... Allie is driving the Denver Sports Show. Let her run. Let her drive this. Let her lead it. Stay on task. And then I come on here and do you that. Haven't listened to you haven't listened to it. And you're like, so you don't matter. And myself. No. Um, okay. Well, I got to tell you guys over about our friends over at Green Mountain Dental Group. They're giving away a free Sonicare toothbrush. Toothbrush? I don't, can never say that word. I, when you schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam, it's seriously that easy. Just take care of your teeth. Check them out today online or call them at 303-988-0711 to schedule your appointment. And by the end of it, you can get a free Sonicare toothbrush. All right. We're going to have to move into our favorite segment, which is who won the week. Very, I'm going to, I'm timing you guys and you have 60 seconds. Nice. So you're not allowed to go over. Um, but first, so since let's, this is just like a oh, hot, sorry, sh- since this is just like a hodgepodge, can anyone choose anything? Sure. Yeah, okay. of course. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, wait, we have to listen to our favorite jingle. Oh. Who did the most and who did the least? Who was the dog and who was the beast? Who's in the boat and who's up a creek? Let's see. Who won the week? Andre, I thought you were going to play it right now, but it's okay. <laughs> Andre is like asleep at the desk over here, <laughs> literally sleeping. It's okay. It's all right. Do you want me to sing it? You, yeah, do you do, know do it? Do you know it? Um, no, you Write and check. Who is the beast? I know that part. Who is the least? least? And who was the beast? It's an awesome yeah. Great content. Next time, live viewers, <laughs> we'll, we'll get that done for you. Uh, is this on Genius? Who uh, won the week? Are the lyrics on Genius? But yeah. yeah. Broken okay. down <laughs> line by line. <laughs> what does it mean? This is what it this means. This one is about who was the, the beast. The beast refers to okay. the seven seals of the apocalypse. Wait, what? So... <laughs> Last no week, I'm just going to say. <laughs> All right. Last week, unfortunately, Avs fans took over and Miko Rantanen's portfolio increasing. That's beat so crazy. Juancho Hernan Gomez winning the World Cup. We're here now, Adam. It's fine. Yeah. We're here. Um, the other options were Joe Flacco being the best QB Denver has seen since Peyton Manning and Garrett Hampson playing well. Uh, but <laughs> Garrett Hampson's still playing well. He is still playing well, and if Drew were watching this or were on this pod, he, he would have Garrett Hampson winning the week again. But Garrett, all right. damn son! <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, I could wrap this up whenever you guys. Are. <laughs> See, I was gonna go with Garrett Hamp Dad because he's growing up right before our eyes. Oh wow! <laughs> okay, Brandon. Move. Oh, hold on. Let me get my timer up so I can actually. I, I may actually be able to like tell you guys to stop. Normally, the guys finish. Um, right before, but you guys like to talk well, you, a lot. You tell me when you're ready. All right, go. All right, this is really arrogant. 
The Nuggets won the week. Nuggets fans won the week. What's up? Harrison Wind, Adam Myers, <laughs> Brendan Bo. I'm saying wow. it. I'm saying wow. it. That's We're a juggernaut. All in one That's a juggernaut. He, he just That's said, tough. Who won the week? I did. I did. Mofos. No, seriously. I remember being in LA. I used to listen to you and Harrison before I moved here. If you guys had worked together, that would have been stoked. I know how dope I am. So when you toss me in there, it's like, wow, these fans are so lucky. Man, this is a very like, proactive thing to do. You know, like, You're done with 30 seconds. I just want to thank myself. That's all, That's all I needed. 30 seconds. Mike What's up? Mike okay. drop. All Nuggets right. fans won. Okay, Ryan. I'm not ready. You're not? Go with someone else. Okay, Adam. Well, mine sucks even worse than the uh, votes. Thanks. So <laughs> mine is, I'm going back. I'm breaking the rules. It's Juancho Hernan Gomez because <laughs> he still is a gold medalist, and he should have got more play, and he should have had a champion who was arguing for him last week. Harrison dropped the ball on it, so here I am. Juancho Hernan Gomez, who was cut from the rotation last season, mind you, because he had been so sick, goes to the FIBA World Cup, is incredible. Maybe the third or fourth most important part on the team that won a gold medal. Preach. How is this not? How is this not a landslide? This better be ninety percent of the vote, or this entire poll is 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 tainted. He won a gold medal. Okay, so you want people to vote for Quancho over you guys? <laughs> it's, it's a toss up. I think you could go either way, but it absolutely he is still he is still a gold medalist to this day. So he and, and you know what? He has a week before training camp. I'm sure he is still celebrating uh, somewhere. Boncho, a happy guy. He won the week. The okay, I'm gonna go you next. Finished before. Wait, no, I tell you to go because then <laughs> I hit start. Okay, all right, I'm like sorry. It. I'm ready if you want to come back. <laughs> Brandon's punishment. <laughs> hey, he lost his opportunity. <laughs> all right, Brandon. The Denver Broncos won the week here, and they won the week a couple different ways. They found an identity on offense. It's the first time that they. It's the first time I could say they've had an identity in two years. They created more yards per carry. They created more yards per play against the Green Bay Packers than anybody has this season. Outside of some turnovers, which are fixable things, and I think and coaches always look about what can be fixed. They looked really good. They were able to do some really good things. They had a, the, hey, there was a bad call that pulled down a touchdown. And everyone can laugh, but guess what? This is a coaching staff that's coming in. They're trying to change some things. And I think that they are changing some things. It's going to be tough because there's old players that feel uh, the old way about losses. And there's fans that feel uh, the old way about the last couple of years. But I think these guys are on the right track. And I feel like they won the week. Oh, you guys finished. <laughs> you talk so long wanna, in wanna, all the I other wanna, segments, but you don't let sorry, me. I have time to come back and do my real one. Br Brand <laughs> Brandon is an incredible salesman. Like He's got that, that gene. You can't sell that, though, man. There's no way the Broncos, Broncos won the fans week. Broncos, Broncos found their fans identity on like offense. It. It's scoring 14 points. Yes. <laughs> We're going to look back. You can say you it like that because that's the easy, That's the Twitter way to argue. You can do it like that, but you go back seven weeks from now, and people Woo! are going to say, hey, week three, man, that was a turnaround point. You look at what the Broncos did. You look at some things they did schematically. You look how they were able to go 10-man fronts and run the ball and pass out of it and stuff. I'm telling you, it's going to come back. Mark my okay. words. Okay. No, you don't get to rebuttal. Just letting you know, Ryan. Eric. Oh, man. I'm included in this? Yep. Uh, who yeah. won the week? Uh, I have been in a deep, dark digital hole for well over a week. <laughs> I literally have no idea what's happened over the last week in the Denver sports uh, That's also scene. true, yeah. So I'm going to say the fans of Denver won the week because – they have this new company that's geared towards them, DNVR. It's all about the fans. Uh, we're, we are Denver. means all of us collectively comprise Denver. Um, and, you know, what, what's more exciting than people putting all of their life force into entertaining you? So that's true. we all won the week. 
We are Denver win the week. Two of the th- four so far are us, and one of them's the Broncos. If Wancho doesn't win this, I'm going to riot. I'm going to amend mine, but I'll let Ryan go oh, first because okay. he might get it. Ryan's oh, really excited. Oh, boy, he's got it. I knew it. Oh, wow. <laughs> Let's go. This one might win. This is taking up your time, <laughs> so Ryan. It's your turn. He worthy definitely challenger. This is the right answer. Challenger. This is the right answer. Mel Tucker won the week. I wish there was again. fog coming out from behind him right now. Again. I have the bobblehead that was uh, donated to us by the Free Ball and Podcast. Shout out. They, uh, Mel Tucker, first of all, he wore shorts Facts. on the sideline. <laughs> like an absolute baller. That's one. Then he goes on the road to Arizona State and gets the Buffs their first road victory over a ranked team since 2002. It's something the last three coaching staffs in Boulder haven't done. And additionally, he gets the Buffs their first ever win in Tempe, Arizona with shorts on. <laughs> with shorts on. But is he disqualified? It took extra time for him to think of this. No. Yeah. Oh, that's a great point. Well, yeah. he fin- well you interrupted him, first of all, <laughs> but he finished with four, 15 seconds to go. And he also um, had the best Also, argument, you so. guys, are you're going to kill Andre. You guys were sh- like normal, and now you're yelling. You're well, really we passionate heated. We got about very heated. You know what? If Mel Tucker wins, I will be disappointed, but I will understand Nick's <laughs> So you have another one, Brendan? I, I, had, I actually was going to do Mel Tucker, sincerely. You thought he wasn't going to do it? Yeah, come on, man. <laughs> well, no, then I, when he goes, oh, I figured it out, I realized. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, thank you guys so much for watching and listening. We'll be back next week for our regularly programmed show with our all of our beat writers talking about all Denver sports. Don't forget to leave us a review, leave us comments, and we'll answer your questions, and we'll see you guys next week. Thanks, guys.